you heard that transition to Brandy song? No. <laughs> Scared. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Devon Hour on WKNJ 90.3 FM. I'm Devin, and Nye is here. Macy's still looking for parking. Why are you sweating? I don't know why I'm sweating. It's hot in this room. You see it? Yeah. Like, your forehead is visible. It's glistening. Moist. Oh, thank you. Moist. <laughs> don't say that word. Moist. Stop. Janet Jackson. That's Moist. This show is not rated R. It's PG-13. Even though it's rated exploit on iTunes, I didn't do that. <laughs> I did not do that. Oh, because when you edit it, you're not editing all the curse words. I'm not. So, it's explicit. <laughs> we do talk crazy. Yeah. Well, anyways. Yeah, Macy's still <laughs> Macy's still in the parking lot. We just came back from a protest um, at King University. And the protest was about the professors getting fired. The adjuncts, right? Or the it's, or the gem it's general the G, education? It's, it's, a, it's just a whole bunch of faculty that got fired. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, the lecturers, the, the professors. <laughs> Did you hear Tasha? <laughs> She's so unaware of how we're looking at her. Right. But yeah, the professors are getting fired. So there was a massive, massive protest. It was not massive. Like the whole student body wasn't there. But it was a it was a better turnout than what we expected it to be. Because, huh? I'm tired of her. <laughs> this is not a campus for bikes. She she got a beach bike at that. Those she are do. beach those are beach tires. She looked like she's from like Point Pleasant or like Belmar or something. I do not like those bikes at all. Wildwood. Hmm? Wildwood, yep. Modern, I'm sure. Who yep. cares? Well, anyways, yeah. This protest was a bigger turnout than what I thought it was going to be. There was a good amount of students that spoke. Uh, there was a lot of uh, professors that were there. A shout out to Satute, even though I did not necessarily care for him. It seems like the whole student body had him at least one time for a math class. You Did you have? No. The professor I had... Was that was his last semester? His name was <laughs> Pete Ward, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not coming back to Kane." <laughs> Period. He was like, "I got a better job, still a professor." Mm-hmm. I just really hope that the university takes into consideration what people are protesting against. But yes, please stop giving us stuff that we don't want. <laughs> we <laughs> don't need. Why? Why are you having a whole new? What's with the 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 Asian? We don't want that. <laughs> the Fruit of Bowls didn't even open. Nope. Her job went bankrupt before it could even open. That ain't none of my business. Stop building stuff that we don't need. Yeah, focus on what we have here now instead of... Fix it. If, oh, there's a ghost in the background. Hey, ghost. <laughs> you have... I don't care. Oh, but yeah, like, what's... Why, why are you building, like... It's like four new buildings being built. Yeah, there's, there's a new business building that's being the built. The new business building. There's the the Liberty Hall, like, academic building. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. Yeah. I just think Who that, goes like, to Liberty Hall in the first place? Improvements are always good, but if there's stuff that's wrong with the things that you have here, why are you pumping money into other new projects yeah. that, that are also going to fail if you guys keep going on the way you're going? Well, I think it's just mainly, well, first off, Durvins is here. Hi. Yes. Uh, But I think 
it's the who I think it's the president's vision. Like he's focusing on what he wants to get done rather than what the students want. Um, and I think it, there needs to be a balance between like he, we need to be heard. And for years, students weren't being heard on this campus. Yeah, so this I, this protest is overdue. It's not even that like we need things. It's just like I feel like he's on his own agenda. Yeah, where he needs to be on the school's agenda. Like. Mm-hmm. Like a new business building is nice, it's cool. like, but what about the stuff that we need to get fixed here? Why is your residence halls looking like this? Yeah. Why you had time to build a new residence hall building instead of you renovating the ones that you already have? Exactly. Like, okay, granted, money or whatever, but it seems like you guys have enough, enough money, money to, to do, do new whatever. stuff. Yeah. So just why can't like you remember freshman year when we found out that one point five million dollars went to landscaping alone. Yes. What, what are you spending all that money on landscaping for? Like the campus is nice and all, but. Why are you spending all that money on landscaping when that money can clearly be going somewhere else? And for half of the year, it's cold, so. Yeah. And y'all <laughs> out there, they're out there with the little leaf blowers literally blowing snow away. It's still snowing outside, it's literally. It's May, and it's still cold outside. Like, nobody is, <laughs> no one's asking for yeah, flowers on top of flowers on top yeah. of, like. If you're, I, I think the thing is, that. like. If you're going to put that much effort into landscaping, put that much effort into something else. Maybe yes. not necessarily lowering the cost, because I don't know how much it is to make sure this campus looks pretty. But like, I don't care. Put that <laughs> same energy into everything, other things. Yeah, like everything else. And for the professors, you're. I'm gonna just say this: like the general education professors are the professors that care the most about the students. Yes. Um, they're the ones that they're really the, they're the core. Like, yeah, the freshmen come in. They are the people that's Literally making sure like, that you okay. have students coming back the, the next following Legit semester. Legit, the front lines. Yeah. That's literally who they are. Yeah. Even transfer students, like, they still have to go yeah. to some of the GAE. Exactly. Like, so I think they need to stop putting so much money into, like, getting adjuncts, right? Or I guess it's cheaper to get adjuncts than it is to it hire. It is cheaper to get adjuncts. Uh, but if these professors have been here for all these years, uh-huh. why are they not on tenure? That and most of them are Kane alum. Most exactly. of the professors here went to Kane, like undergrad, graduate. Why? Why? Their certificates look good. They they know exactly what the campus needs, what the students need, and how to move the campus forward. Why are you getting rid of them? It's not even. I want to see <coughs> what the parameters are for them getting fired. Because mm-hmm. if the students are failing, okay, cool. Then then like it doesn't care how much you like. Them or if their certificates are bad. And there's yeah. professors yeah. Like, here okay. that literally need to be fired. But they're because they're here. horrible, but they're still here. Yes. <laughs> Period. Like, there's, that's all we can do. Just talk. <laughs> and then we don't get, like, what are we supposed to do after this? So, and now there's a trustee, board of trustees meeting, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- so, hopefully something comes out of that. There, We did see a whole group of people that we knew. Yeah, <laughs> tried to go trying, to, trying to barge into the office. Go oh, luck. they got in there. Trust and believe. <laughs> that's why the room is filled to capacity. Right. The room is filled to capacity. So, they're not Wait, allowing so anybody people, in the building. There's people in there? Yes. Yes. I'm screaming. Because it is open to the public. Yes. Because... You're, um, it's a public building, yeah, it's yeah. in its representation. Yeah, I think I'm screaming. Where's our student ambassadors for real? Because I didn't see student gov president, True. student, student gov. Wait, because student gov sent out an email like Saturday morning explaining basically saying that what what everybody is upset about is not true. Da 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 da. It was a whole message, and I was just like. <laughs> The plant, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna talk to her. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, this, it's surprising to me that the people who are student gov or the other student ambassador student ambassadors aren't. Um, <laughs> let's just say that something went down at the station. <laughs> so now we're just going a little bit crazy. <gasps> that was scary. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. Uh, I thought you said she showed up on Thursday night. I <laughs> Uh, all right. So yes, Kane University to the Kane student body. This was actually a pretty great turnout. This is one of the uh, <laughs> the biggest. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't even get my statement out. But yeah, congrats to Kane University for coming together for this issue and um, protesting oh, and speaking out on what they believe in. It's great to see then. Hopefully in the future we could continue. Maybe not necessarily protesting, but more speaking out more. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, congrats. <sighs> My wig is, has blown. <laughs> she oh. knew exactly what we were talking about. She and was trying to act stupid. You, here I go. I was like, she knew exactly. She Tasha knew exactly what was going on. She said, I just pretend like I didn't know what you guys were talking about. Smart. But she didn't seem too pressed. So. She didn't. She was just like. I guess I, maybe what happened. Okay, so maybe she was waiting for somebody to do it. <laughs> so <that's> Word. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me either. It was maintenance. <laughs> or Eli. Oh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> oh. Not with the or Eli. <laughs> okay. Eli say he'll take the fall. Come on. So for music, yes. <laughs> um, a lot of the music that's there was this was a slow week, right? So a lot of the music. That's on this list now was for last week. We didn't have a show last week because I was going through was going through it. There wasn't a show last week? No, there wasn't a show last week. Naya was too busy in Myrtle Beach having a grand old time. Oh yeah. And I was Oh, supposed- that was just last week? Ding. I yeah. felt like that was like two, three weeks ago. <laughs> and I was supposed to have um We the Seven come on, mm-hmm. but they couldn't make it. So I was just like, you know what? Okay. We're gonna take a break from the show this week. Oh, that's why you posted the Devin Minute. I didn't post it. <laughs> you posted. You posted a snippet of some. You posted a snippet of something Sunday night. A picture, girl. I don't know what you're talking about. You posted a video. That was like three weeks ago. No, you. No, it was not. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? Pium 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 pium. It's finals week. <laughs> 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 I was not doing that. I wish you could see what she looked like when she did that. No. Evil. <laughs> Look at you. You got tears in your eyes. <laughs> We're going to get to the segment later on. Naya. That was so funny. <laughs> All right. So for music, Marina and the Diamonds. Who? Marina and the Diamonds. You don't know them. I yeah, know. I don't. Um, they're a British pop. Oh, yeah. I really don't. They're not know. even a band. It's just, it's just one woman. Oh. It's cute. So but why is it Maria in a in and a the diamond? diamond? Well, her name is Maria Diamond. She's a diamond. So I guess that's her thing. But now she just goes by the name Marina, and she dropped her new album called Love and Fear. I thought Margaret was trying to kill her. <laughs> <gasps> I asked oh my goodness! She dropped a new album called Love and Fear, and it is great. If you like pop bops, go check it out. You know what um, I just thought of? What? Sorry to cut off your thought, mm-hmm. but Travis Porter. That was a group of three three people. Why did they have that singular name? Just like uh, Cher. Or what do you, what do you mean? Cher. Just like Cher. Cher not is Cher. by herself, isn't she? No, no, no. What's that name? 
it's like, just like um Gnarls Barkley. Uh you know with CeeLo Green? Yeah. Like, and another and somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. Gnarls Barkley happens all the time. There we go. Happens all the time. But for the longest, like for the longest I was underneath the under the impression that Travis Porter was one person, but then when the what song made you think on, of Travis Porter? I have to go. <laughs> he was talking about I the girl with this. the diamonds, <laughs> and how, she was, <laughs> how she was singular, and then my brain just went to Travis Porter. Bye, Derv. Bye. Um, okay, now, ladies. Now, Pink dropped a new album called "Hurts to Be Human." Right? Is it tired? Huh? Is it tired? <sighs> Pink's album is not her best work. It's not her best work because. One thing I wish Pink would do, okay, let me just backtrack. First off, the album wasn't bad. It's just not her best work. But one thing I wish Pink would do more is focus on her strengths. And her strengths are being sarcastic, being witty, being funny. Also being like... Na, 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 na. Yeah, very like self-aware in her music. And she still is, but it's more like a... It's more like soccer mom type yeah. of music. Tasha's here. <laughs> Hello, guys. I just jumped in because, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Lil' Key just did a whole rotation. I just took Derv's spot. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, Pink needs to play more on her strengths. Um, so, it's not a bad album. There are a couple songs that I like, like a song called Happy. Um, I hate songs with the word happy. Okay, but it's not. But she's not necessarily happy in the song. It's, not it's a very song. commercial, if anything. Yes, it's, it's, it's one of her most commercial projects, yes. I would say. Ew. Which is very acceptable. Pink in a commercial album? I'm scared. I mean, yeah. this is... It's for everyone. It's like Justin Timberlake did it. I think Beyonce at some point did something along the lines of commercial music. It's for, you know, just just those happy-go-lucky people that don't really yeah. want to hear political messages or any undertones of, you know, social commentary. Yeah. It wasn't... Like, this album, she really wasn't saying anything new that we haven't heard from pink but mm-hmm. it wasn't like she had a a story arc or a narrative but it could always <clears> be very disappointing you know especially coming from someone like her like who's her, very yeah. outspoken and very vibrant and eccentric mm-hmm. and who doesn't have a filter like but she vocally has vocally the album was great i mean she brings yeah. the vocals yeah she has them vocally the album was great and she worked with some great people on there like nate ruiz um who she uh did just give me a reason with mm-hmm. um so yeah she worked with a different a uh, different group of producers but yeah she did her thing it wasn't her best but you know it's fine we like pink <laughs> she's <laughs> never like done her. us wrong she never she's never done us wrong she, all she did was just tell people off yeah you and know. that's all we could ask for um so tink do you know who tink is i just need somebody <laughs> I'm about to call her Pink. I thought you was about to say Drip Too Hard. I, about, I don't know what the hell was flying through my head when I was about to say her name. But Tink dropped a new mixtape? EP? Whatever. EP, a project. Yeah. Because we can't pinpoint these um, projects nowadays. We don't know if they're albums, EPs. Especially, like, with the artists that we like. Yes, because like, they just drop music just to drop it. Like, we don't... Like, you're bored. Okay. Yep. We're going to listen, but you're bored. Yes. Uh, Tink dropped a new EP mixtape project called um, Voicemails, and it's good. I never sat through a Pink, um, Pink. Tink. I never sat sat through a Tink project before. Me either. I only know somebody. Yeah, and do you know and, Million? Yeah, million, yeah. million, million. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's, a, a, it's another song that I know by her that I like, but I I really don't know the title of it. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, she did her thing on the mixtape, so go check her out. And Schoolboy Q dropped his new album called Crash Talk. Um, highly disappointed. I'm not going to lie to you. I like him, though. I People like said him. that his album wrong. was good. Was it lackluster? Like, was it yes, wasn't his Yes, it was craft? lackluster because oh. he's been... Rich got donuts. Yes. No, yes. Rich. I'm not supposed to eat that. Come here. Eat <laughs> 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 Sorry. Rich Ooh. got donuts. Honestly, we about Ooh. to have ASMR up in here. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Because two weeks ago, Macy was on here eating some mints. And no, she was eating ice cubes. It was ice cubes. Ooh. Ooh. Special delivery to the Devon Hour. Oh, Thank my God. I can't eat those. Bless you. This will suck up some of that alcohol you had to do. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> I want the strawberry. Bye, Tina. Oh, you want strawberries with sprinkles? <laughs> no, I want this one. Who said hey to Tina? Thank you. Oh, Tina's in AA. Can we not bring up Tina? We'll get Tina later on in the show. No, we don't want to talk to Tina. Have a great show. Thank you. Shout out to Rich. That was so positive. Yes. Wow. Donut. Um, Yeah, Schoolboy Q's album. Bite your donut. Let me hear it. Let me hear it in the microphone. Bite it right now. Go ahead. Oh my god, I just. We can't really hear it. I can so hear it. I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> what has my show become? <laughs> Finals brain. <laughs> no. Uh, and finally, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Do we Cancel. still care about her? Is she still America's sweetheart? She's canceled. When was she America's sweetheart? Well, when she came on the scene with her little curls and, you know, her guitar, people loved her. Get <laughs> The country jumped out. <laughs> yes, she did. She dropped a new single with Brandon Neary Who? from Panic oh, at the right. Disco. Oh. Called me. Called me. Um, did you hear it, Tasha? Mm-mm. I never liked her. <laughs> <laughs> she probably teared his donut up, y'all. Yep. Because I'm biased. I heard the song. You know, I heard the first 30 seconds of it, and I said, wow, garbage. <laughs> Dang, did they get words out in the first 30 seconds? It it was actually not good. <laughs> it was just not good. It was sneeze. not good. It was legit a reputation leftover. Ooh. And reputation was not a good album either. And I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her cheesiness. Yes. I'm tired of her. She's just corny. Very. I feel like you're about to turn 30 and you're still making Disney kids bop. Yes. Yes. And that's, and it's not like she was like Britney Spears, you know, who made all this music and then she just, you know. Her, her pop, you couldn't even take her music yeah, seriously. It's not like, it's not like Britney Spears who is a mom right. and decided to, you know, dip into a kid's song here and there. She's just been making music like this forever. And I'm just like, Taylor, mm-hmm. girl, pull a new card. Okay, we're going to just, you know, we're just going to ignore the fact of, you know, 2017, 2018. Let's get into this new era. Let's see what you're bringing to the table. This is your first single, girl. And I feel like that's all her first singles, just horrible. And then the later singles are just not that good either. And I'm just like, girl. So I don't know why people are still supporting her her music at this point. You know what you're getting. You're not getting music from a grown woman. And then I don't want to compare it to other artists, but you look at Beyonce at 29 or 30. You look at Adele at 30. Like, come on. These these girls are really making music that 
we could relate to. You're making music that relates to your demographic being little 12-year-old white girls. She's doing the business thing, which I respect. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But I don't think she ever grew with her music. She no, I don't like, think Like, there's so no progression. There's no, you know, that adult vibe where mm -hmm. it's like, okay, she's past the boyfriend I phase, think she, you know? I think she grew up backwards. Yes. Because with, you know the album Fearless that had, like, You Belong With Me and all that? Mm -hmm. So she was a teenager at the time, so that made sense. The next album after that, um, Speak Now, was a little bit more mature. Yes. And then the album after that, Red, it was a little bit more mature. Then we get to 1989, which we were like, okay. Grown up, mm -hmm. a little bit, a little bit kiddish. We're like, shake it off and the other pop songs, whatever. Because remember, she switched genres. Right. Then we get to Reputation, and I just heard a full, I just heard a full blown child. And this song, I'm just like, you're just a child. Mm -hmm. And then for Brandon Yuri to come on here, I'm just like, I don't expect much out of you anymore. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, goodness gracious. I hate to put it this way because I know some scene kid from like the distant, I don't know. Uh, let me not go there. I'm about to drag somebody that I don't even know. But him, what I never really liked about Panic at the Disco or him is that there is no seriousness when it comes to the problems that he wants to discuss within his music. Mm -hmm. It was like, <clears throat> I'm sorry. You could tell me all day, every day how much you want to be in awareness for mental health and people Ooh, who... Yo, you're going there, going there. Yes, I am. Because he's one of those <coughs> icons where it's like, let's talk about depression. Let's talk about anxiety. We could do that, but do it in a way that makes you want to understand the phenomenon itself. You know, the issue at hand and why you're purposely making an album or a song about it. Yeah. It's very angst filled. It's very childish. It's immature almost. I, we just want we just want to see growth from our our artists. Right. Um, but with Taylor in particular, I'm still surprised people are even standing her in 2019 uh, after all the issues that we had to deal with like last year or in 2017 with like the election and her not using her platform to speak out against like neo-Nazis who had this fascination with her. Right. Um, there, she just refused to. And then, but she was willing to speak out recently when it came to the, the city of Nashville or the mm -hmm. state of Tennessee with that Senator. I'm like, girl, that's great that you're <clears throat> using your platform to go against people that don't have your best interests. But where was this energy during the election? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to give you a better late than never because, girl, you're smarter than that. So that was my issue with Taylor. So the fact that people still stand her and she didn't even speak out to go against those people that were praising her, it's annoying. But, um, yeah. So now that she didn't do that, now I see where she's at. And the fact that she's releasing music like this is not going to make me want to stand you. Like, girl, grow up. Period. Grow up. Well... I have something for us to look forward to. Well, I think Tone's dropping a project in July. Hopefully. Hopefully it's better than Good Company. Hopefully. But this year is going to be just filled with just all the artists I don't like. I know it's been too quiet for too long. Yeah, Chris Cause Brown. Chris Brown. He's coming. I'm so tired. <laughs> like, I know he's just been on the radio in rotation, though. I, I say that I'm tired of him, but... I don't know why, but every time there is music released by him, I'm like, I don't really like this. And then somewhere halfway through the summer, I'm bopping to him. So now that you brought up Chris Brown, <sighs> now we could get into Hot Mess. We Thank you, Naya, for that transition, darling. <clears throat> I like Chris Brown. Sorry. Chris Brown is <laughs> going to drop a new album called Indigo. First off, the name itself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, that's a different link, but okay. <laughs> that was an insider. Sorry. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry. Damn. Um, oh my god. So the album is said to be feature is said to feature thirty new songs. Didn't you just give us a 45? He gave album? us a 57 track album. And then <laughs> when he had when he had his tour, he didn't sing half of them songs. He didn't sing at least 30%. No, not even 30. Probably He's 70. He's like 5% <laughs> of that album. Yes. This, the hit. The singles. Yep. Privacy. I am worn out. I do not know who Chris Brown think he is to be re- to be releasing these long, lengthy projects that has no purpose, no narrative, no nothing, and no growth. I'm tired of you, Chris Brown. Go home. But that's he's stu- he's like stuck in that. Yes, he needs he to grow up. He needs to grow up. First off, I wasn't. The world won't let him grow up. If we're going to be honest about how, the why is the world not going to let him grow up? Just because everybody is so used to. Chris Brown, the 16-year-old that just came out. That's that's what people want. That's what the people like. Because he has that formula that people will, people like 16-year-old me when I when I uh, drop Take take You Down. That's literally what he's going to keep I, giving I don't, us. I don't agree to that. There was, gro- there was slight growth. There was slight after, growth. After Take You Down. Yes. But I also don't think that it was what his fans wanted. No, so I, I don't agree with it. that because there's been other artists who we have watched since they were little and they grew up and we see them as adults. Look at mm-hmm. Usher, for example, his his predecessor. Usher legit started off, what, 14, 15? But he grew up. His music got, he, he matured. It seemed like when Chris Brown came out with fame, there was a stunt in his growth. You want to know what it is? Drag me if I'm wrong. Uh-oh. But I feel like when the whole... You know, Chris Brown and Rihanna incident came to, to light. Mm-hmm. It's like his his career and his whole persona <laughs> and everything about Chris Brown within that moment was not recovered. It's like he didn't take the initiative, Yum. I think, to save his career, to save, you know, his craft and just his brand. Because I feel like when everything came out, because everyone was in Rihanna's defense. Everyone was saying, like, you know, Chris Brown, like, you're a monster, you're this and that. Was he? Yes, because you don't put your hands on a woman. But if he took the initiative to bring light to his mistakes and to redeem himself, which is something that he did not do, I feel like that's the reason why we've never, you know, looked past anything. It's like when we refer to Chris Brown, like she said, we do refer to the past because he hasn't done anything to really progress. I agree when it comes to the Rihanna situation because uh, they both put their hands on each other. Was he excessive? Yes. Mm -hmm. And was that situation already addressed? Did he already do his time for it? Yes. But I will not stand for the Karuchi tranny racer that's going on, okay? Mm-hmm. He legit abused that woman. And people are ignoring that and jumping right back to the Rihanna situation. Karuchi was abused. She was mentally abused. I didn't, I, she was I didn't dealt, follow the whole Karuchi thing. But that, I didn't regardless really if you followed it or not, regardless <laughs> if you followed it or not, there's a Karuchi tranny racer that I'm not here for and I'm not going to stand for. There's also other instances with Chris Brown being mis- being the personification of misogyny like legit treating women like crap the way he talked about zendaya the day the way he talked about tanache the way he talked about fifth harmony the way he talked about that woman who was allegedly raped and saying oh that bitch is lying like are you kidding me so chris brown has been that example of misogyny his whole entire career so the fact that women are still out here supporting chris brown that's absolutely ridiculous to me but this was about his music but wait, you want to know what it <laughs> wait, is too? Take, but 
not not that it's complete it's the same thing, but look at R. Kelly. Look what people are doing. Yes, They're but like, just but that situation's not okay either. And he's not, canceled just as mu- just as yeah, much. Yeah, like like yeah, like we personally canceled him. Mm-hmm. But it's more so the aunties still love Chris Brown. Yeah. And they still see him as that little sixteen year old boy mm-hmm. that was talking nasty on the track and that's that. Yeah, like people are holding Chris Brown near and dear to their hearts. He's very much talented. We yes, could agree. He is very he's talented. He's very much talented. He's a great and he's a and he's a writer, he's a producer. We can't take that away from him, but we cannot just excuse the fact of his years of treating women like crap. We can't excuse that. The same energy and I and I feel as though Chris Brown later on down the line in his career, we're going to he's going to have to face that music just like how R. Kelly did. He even though R. Kelly he was a little bit more, not even though just like 10 times more extreme than the yes. Chris Brown situation. But still, he still abused Karuchi. Karuchi still has that restraining order on him. So do you think, because this is what I'm coming up with in my mind, uh-huh. do you think there wasn't enough media coverage to really expose the kind of person that he was and why his career there is was the way enough, it is? No, there was enough media coverage of what Chris Brown was doing and how he was treating Karuchi. There was enough. I don't think there it was, was enough a, circulation. It maybe it was. I, really, I don't. I really. Don't it was very brief because I remember dating Karuchi at all. The literally the only. You don't recall I'm, him dating Karuchi, no, girl. I don't. I don't know where I was at. I think it was at the point where I was still pissed off about the Rihanna situation, so I wasn't really listening to Chris Brown. And then the, I wasn't following him. And then that's the difference because I think. Rihanna, well, we know Rihanna is like a massive artist, and at the time yes. she was a massive artist. And so she was just on the scene. Yeah, she was just on the scene. He, she was just and somebody he was dating at the, the time. The only reason, mm. like, I was like, this, this nigga is insane was when he yelled Karuchi in the song. And I was like, who the hell is Karuchi? Yeah. And then I still don't really know who, who she is. But <laughs> we can't excuse. So I'm just letting you guys know this yeah, because we like, can't help no, but right. behavior because it is disgusting. Yes, and I understand you guys may like the music, but we've seen this before. If we don't hold these men accountable for their actions now, just imagine how they're going to continue to treat women later on. And the way that Chris Brown is still talking about women to this day. He's a crackhead, so is it, does it really matter? Justin Bieber. Oh. Um, somebody <laughs> else who is uh, releasing an album this year who I'm not excited to why i'm not excited for that i just want him to go away Same. um we had so chris brown was recently criticized by a group named churches who, who is an amazing pop band yes um for his actions against rihanna because they were mad that diplo one of their good friends um worked with chris brown and diplo and chris brown worked on a lot of different yeah. projects yeah, they did. together diplo works but, with a lot of people yes and but churches was like it's a group of people churches is a woman yes. and two dudes and they were just like we can't like, they're mad at Diplo for working with him even after all the stuff that came out about him. And I think what Chris Brown is also more than just, like, his misogyny. is about his actions in general, period. Yeah, he just, he feels entitled. Yeah, he does. And he, I, I think that's he because he, he grew up in fandom. Like, yeah. But this, like I said, there's a bunch of people who grew up in Hollywood and yeah. grew up in the industry who don't act the same way that Chris Brown do. Mm-hmm. But granted, his he, situation... He was in a big, he's on a bigger platform that yeah. was kind of... Di- like, I completely understand what you're saying, but just thinking about Hollywood in general and what goes on, it's like, it's so much deeper than what we think. Mm-hmm. And is I just don't think that Hollywood is really any place for a child to grow up in. Right. I agree, but that's not going to excuse the fact yeah. that stuff he's done to women. But either way... <laughs> churches criticized him criticized diplo and so then he responded back to churches um just very let me read the tweet so they're coming after justin bieber 
Or they're coming after Chris well, Brown. Uh, well, this or situation, no, this situation is what caused Justin Bieber to speak out. I seen what Justin Bieber said. I'm very confused. Okay, so <laughs> he compared he compared Chris Brown, saying that he was like a mix between Tupac and Michael Jackson. Yes. Okay. Oh no. So the reason why Justin Bieber did that was because of the criticism that um, that was received <laughs> from <squeal>. churches. <laughs> Sorry, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you serious? The reason why Justin Bieber did that was because of churches speaking out against Chris Brown. So what um, Justin Bieber tweeted or put on Instagram or tweeted. I don't, <coughs> I don't know sure. where it was at. I just know I seen. It was Michael Jackson. It was it was Michael Jackson plus Tupac equals Chris Brown. And then he was saying that people are going to start giving Chris Brown his flowers once he's dead. This, that, and the third. And so I just want to tell Justin Bieber, shut your Mouth, shut up. First off, how dare you? How dare you even say Michael Jackson's name and Tupac's name in the same sentence with Chris Brown? Chris Brown, he has his own success. He has his. We could we could give him we could give him give him that. That's it. All right, he's very successful in his own realm. But for you to say Michael Jackson plus Tupac equals Chris Brown, and then for you to say like we need to start giving his flowers now. Chris Brown is an abuser. We understand that's your friend. But we do not have to support him. You need to understand. You need to start calling your friends out when they're wrong. Okay? But he's wrong. <laughs> Nobody called him out. I feel like <laughs> Hollywood is filled with the most delusional, disconnected people. Yeah. They- in general. How could... If you are amongst legends, okay? Like, if any of us were amongst these people who are trailblazers, right? Because I am pretty sure Justin Bieber never sat with Michael Jackson while he was alive. And he darn sure don't know nothing about Tupac. Because nope. that's out of his um pay grade. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, But how? Tupac and Chris Brown... I don't see it. I don't. Tupac was that dude. Yeah. Let's like, keep it real. He was that dude. Chris Brown will never see the day or the edge or even the intelligence that Tupac had as a rapper and as an artist. He will well, never reach that. Well, just in general, because you know Tupac's parents was part of the Black Panther Party. So... you. <laughs> He wasn't just rapping about the luxury that he won for himself and his people. He was rapping about so much more in his music. When was the last time we heard anything intellectually stimulating from Chris Brown? Never. So, all I'm saying is, how? (laughs) I see Chris Chris Brown and I just think baby making music and some pop hits every once in a while because he don't even really make pop hits. Here is here is the full on statement from Justin Bieber. Um, I'm calling it now. When CB passes passes away after a long full life, you'll miss what you had in front of you the whole time. I knew what. Um, so um, <laughs> I really hate myself because I know that I'm going to be bopping. To you know what? And then the song features Nicki Minaj, so That's you could go what ahead. I really hate too. Like. I girl, I, I don't stream it. I'm I'm really one of the type of persons where mm. like I won't stream a person if I don't like them. But if the radio plays it, then I'm like, okay, okay, I get it, earworms. Mm-hmm. But no, but <laughs> anyway, like, see me blasting that through my aux cord. Trust me, mm. watch you. Trust me, watch you will see. The people who have overlooked this man's talent because of a, of a mistake he made, you need to reevaluate Love You at Chris Brown. And it's like I stated and I just dragged him for. It wasn't just 
one particular thing as to why people are done with Chris Brown. It's been multiple things over the years. It's not just one thing that happened to Rihanna. And even if it was that one thing, if somebody do not want to support you because you hit that woman, and plus, it wasn't like he was a kid. Mm-hmm. They weren't Grown, kids, they were, Huh? Wasn't they kids then? They weren't no kids. They weren't teenagers. No. They were definitely in their 20s. Yeah. Oh. Early 20s. Yeah. But 20s. But even <laughs> then, even then, me 20 years old, me at 18 years old knew, okay, I'm not going. I'm not supposed to be hitting my partner. And that goes for the both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Chris Brown took it to a whole extra level. The way he beat up that woman's face, no. But even if that's the reason why somebody do not want to support him, then let that be that. Period. Trash. There you go. <laughs> and then and then it says other artists co- like supported Justin Bieber. So let me just go ahead and get my list out so I can start canceling and um, not supporting you guys. Um, Sean Kingston. Bye. Sean Kingston. Be- who who cares? I thought he died. <gasps> you know what? I know that he got into <laughs> that car accident and in my head, he's dead. And oh. Diana Jane for Fifth Harmony. Who? What? Really? Yep. No. Yep. Wow. People really? will support. Wow. And I can't do it. And um, is there more? No, that's that's the list right here. All right. Well, that's that's the list that they give into the public. Well, you know, the there's more. Right yep. But and so has. But yeah. even her is a feature on Chris Brown's album, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm scared. Rich wanted right. me to curse him out, and I'm just like, I. Uh, interesting. It, it hurts my heart. Listen, you can't be hurt over people that don't know better. That, and I feel like because they're so fresh in the game and they've been. <sighs> I'm going to just leave it to her, to the label because I know her and Chris Brown are assigned to the same label. So I'm going to just leave it at that. She this, went on is, tour with her. this is the same excuse I was giving little baby when he worked with 6ix9ine. It's just for, it's just for publicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the that's the thing I'm going to have in my head. I don't even know that little baby in 6ix9ine song. So. Exactly. Good. We're just going to ignore it. It never happened. Period. We love you know a good song. Been grown on me. <laughs> Moving That's on. An ugly child. Have you guys heard about mixed ish? No. With the spinoff this of blackish. Yeah. Why? Are Wait they doing a minute. A, what? Why are they doing a second spinoff? So mixed ish is supposed to be, I guess, like the the growing up of Rainbow, Tracy Ellis Ross's character. Oh. Um. So there's a lot of backlash. <laughs> why? Why are they growing her up though? Why? I guess they just want to tell her story. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. They but they have grownish, and that's. I have. I don't know. But mixed ish is supposed to be a show about the Tracy Ellis Ross's character and her growing up being biracial, and that has caused a lot of controversy because people are saying, "Here goes blackish," a show that really don't have dark getting black people on there in the first place just for you to make yeah, this is what this, this is, is what right up my alley <laughs> let's go so just for a show to be released with even less dark-skinned black people on the show so that is the outrage um about mixed ish i personally just don't want another spinoff because we already have grownish and, and i'm really uninterested i can't even keep up with grownish i wasn't interested this season yeah, so I'm not even going. I'm not even interested in Tracy Ellis Ross's um character. But I think it has anyways, something but. to do with how she, how um, she was getting paid less than what's his name, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
What's his last name? Anthony Hamil- Anderson. Mm-hmm. And I was I had him as Hamilton, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it has something to do with their with their pay gap being significantly different than each other. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they're giving her own show to shut her up. Is it kind of sort of? But I don't think she's going to be in the show. I think it's just about her growing up. Can I say something? Go ahead. But she all right. Might be like producer, executive producer, or something. Sorry Maybe. to cut you off. It's all good. Mm. You know I love you. All right. I'm mixed. I'm a white passing person because I'm butter can, and this is what I came out as. But um, are we going to ignore the fact that there are mixed people who are dark skinned? And that there are mixed people who are within black culture mixed with whatever else they are dark skin. Do we go through the struggle? Absolutely. But when you're a part of the black community where we come in all different kinds of shades and struggles, why do we need a whole separate show? I thought, you know, especially with blackish, given that it is about black people and the stuff that we have to go through, that would be it. It's like I always... I always was really confused about the argument between do mixed people belong to the community because they're mixed. I've always been underneath the impression that mixed people go through a whole different set of groups of struggles compared to just like in addition to just being black, like having that black in you, you go through more additional struggles depending on what type of family you come from. So like, Say your mom is white, but your dad is black, and your mom's family don't like black people. Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole different struggle. And then the whole entire thing where, well, I'm both of you, but the black people don't want me, and the white people don't want me either. So yeah, like Tanache spoke on that before. Mariah has speaking speaking on that before. Um, yeah, like it's, it's a, a, like it's a very fine line, and I mm-hmm. I personally feel like mixed people go through a whole different struggle, like a whole additional struggle in addition to them being black and mm-hmm. them being whatever else they were mixed yeah. with. I get that. I just see, like, just my own opinion. I wish we would stop this separation. Like, that's my own view because you're a part of, of a community you're a part of a culture mm-hmm. now i understand especially with some mixed people that don't connect with their black side mm-hmm. you know with the fact that they actually do have a whole you know just a whole different culture within them and they mm-hmm. don't want to acknowledge that i get that but that's just my only you know sense of confusion when it comes to things like this where it's like all right are we Within the culture, or are we without the culture? What's what? What is it? Um, I feel like personally, you're more connected to who you are, and for some people, like this one girl that I went to school with, she was black and white, and I don't think that her grandma liked black people, mm-hmm. but her and her, I feel like her brother was black and white too, and you could see the internal struggle where. She wanted to be, she wanted to connect with that blackness, but she didn't know how to go about it. And because the town that we went in high school with, it was predominantly white. Yeah. Um, like middle class suburbia. So it's a, it was a different experience for her. And you can see the struggle where she had to deal with, well, my, I'm only with my white side of the family. I don't have the experience with the black side. And then there's other, then there's, other um mixed kids that I knew where their their dad was black and the mom was white but they were some they're submerged into both cultures but I will say that 
still the demographics of where they were from because they went to the same, they lived inside the same town. They they were more in tune with the Caucasian side of them than the black side. Mm-hmm. Like the black side was just for like chits and giggles. And that's why a lot mm-hmm. of that's why I believe a lot of mixed kids we kind of feel like they're on the outside yeah, looking in, looking in because they don't. They don't. If you're not like literally, they can't I feel see like if you're not in. in the hood, you don't, <laughs> you don't understand that other side of you. And not saying that everybody black needs to be from the hood to understand that they're black, mm-hmm. but it's just a different environment growing up where everybody looks like you, and you living inside, and then you live inside a different town, and nobody looks like you. Nobody knows truly your true struggles. So it's it's just different. And then I don't think that. For the for the first girl that I was talking about, I don't think that her her father was in her life either. So she yeah. really you there's can different tell variables that, she's that goes out of in. Whack. There's yeah. different variables that goes into it. Uh, but like going back to mixed ish, it should I think it would be kind of interesting to see that on television because you really don't see a lot of shows addressing you know biracial kids yeah. or like mixed children. You really the biracial don't see kid that. will be on I think television, my, especially yeah. the lighter. And for it, side, but yeah, and for it to be a show predominantly on that, mm-hmm. I think it could be interesting. Granted, I understand that we're frustrated because we're not seeing enough uh, darker skinned people on television. I think mm-hmm. that would be dope to see that, especially yeah. since Blackish itself doesn't necessarily have too many dark skinned people on the show mm-hmm. as it is. A lot of people on that show are lighter, and you got that. I think you just got like the little boy and the little girl, and they're darker. Yeah, but they're not like. Dark skin, they're like more like yeah. brown skin. Yeah, and then even um, grownish, I don't. They don't really show that many like dark skin people. Like they're it's there. Like, they're like his, it's like Hispanics yeah. on there, and then there's like brown skin people. Yeah, like but you don't Latimer. see like the dark skin. We want to see more of the dark skin because we've been seeing so much of the light skin for so yeah. long. So and brown. Yeah, and brown. So it is interesting. It will be interesting to see a show predominantly on like uh, being biracial but i think we just really want to see more darker skinned people on there and that's what i see because i think my only fear with this show is that it's perpetrating that message of you know like the separation that we already deal with Mm. as a community like the war upon team light skin team dark skin like i could see that show falling into the line of oh so you think you're special kind of thing but i don't think that show is going to fall into that line i think it's just going to explain her own internal struggles growing up so i think we're just going to wait and see what the show yeah, has to yeah. say. Like it, could, it could raise awareness into the whole entire colorism thing. Yes. But then the, <laughs> right. the black community. That was deep. Yeah, so it could be it could be interesting. It, it can literally go either way. Yeah. yeah. We don't know. Do you but know I was know. locked out of my Twitter all weekend. Okay. So <laughs> now that brings us to our next and final <laughs> segment of the show. Let me get this off my chest. Naya, why were you locked out of your Twitter account all weekend? <laughs> so, Saturday. Oh, God. My friend said something slick to me on Twitter. And I said, I said, LMFAO. Uh-huh. Hold on, because I got the screenshot. Oh, Ooh. no. Oh, she can't How prepare. long did they suspend you for? Just oh, the weekend? I, I pilled it. So then they really locked me out of my account because I was only supposed to wait 12 hours. What? <laughs> Yo. I bet you didn't say nothing crazy, though. 
I didn't. Not nothing. Not nothing that. Uh, Did somebody in, report you? Yeah. No. No. So it says, I said, LMFAO, you FMB, finish your statement, ho. That's what I literally <laughs> said to my friend. They said, one, violating our rules against hateful conduct. You may not promote violence against, threatening, or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, nationality, origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease. They dragged you. Nothing that I said, though, was offensive. Yeah. Maybe not to you. <laughs> not <laughs> to me and friend. my friends. <laughs> but I've seen, de- I've definitely seen worse on Twitter before. So, for real, I've seen the worst I've on Twitter. I've seen porn on Twitter. Right. It says, as a result, <laughs> we've temporarily limited some of your, so they, so if I was to stick to delete the post, because they wanted me to delete the post, and then they wanted me to, and then they were going to limit some of my features for 12 hours. Um, they says now, now them having while in this state, you can still browse Twitter, but you're limited to only sending direct messages to your followers. No tweets, retweets, follows or likes. And then your account will be restored to full function, function, functionality oh in God. 12 hours and zero minutes. So me being me, I appealed it because <laughs> I was like, I didn't say nothing wrong. This is literally how me and my friends talk to each other. And... So the whole entire weekend, I was just locked out of my Twitter, and then I finally broke down and removed the damn tweet. <laughs> they worried about the wrong things because yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that um, tweet that Uber sent out. That oh yeah, yeah, call somebody a nigger. Oh, <laughs> girl, you can't say that. But yeah, someone <laughs> said that. <laughs> someone said the N word, and I don't know how long that tweet was up. So why are they coming at you and all you said was the B word and the F word? <laughs> they worried about the wrong things. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you, Naya. And then when I, wait, and then when I opened up my tweet, it said two reports have been made on your account. Who? What are y'all talking about? Who reported me? Twitter and Twitter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's who reported That was you. literally nothing wrong with what I said. But mm. anyway, Twitter count your days and that's that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for me... My first, the first thing I have to get off my chest, right? So if you're going to come into class late and then leave early, don't bother asking me for the notes. Don't come into the classroom. Half the class is done. We're already 45 minutes in. At that point, you might as well have just stayed in your room or just not have showed up. But Wait, you decide, it's an hour and a 15-minute course? Yes. Oh, yeah, don't come up. Don't, don't show up. Don't show up. 45 minutes into the lecture, like and we already took down all these notes. We're getting ready for the final. And then you're going to stumble in here, look at me. Oh, what did I miss? Girl, you missed that. You missed the whole class. And then you then I tell you what you missed. And then two minutes later, you play, like, okay, I got to go. And then you leave. And you do that every single class. So if you're going to do that, just don't show up. Right. Go online. First off, if you miss anything, the lecture's online. If you miss anything, we you we have the textbook that you were forced to buy to do the homework. Go look at that because you're not really – because you're pissing me off, asking me questions. And then I feel stupid because I done answer your question. Then you're not even – you didn't even bother to write it down. You didn't bother to make like <laughs> a little phone note about it. You just got up and just left. Mm. All right. So don't ask me no more questions. Luckily, this is the last week, so I never have to see your face ever again. Bye, ho. Now, 
That was a drag. <laughs> Finally, I want to talk about cognitive dissonance, right? It's a common theme on the Devon Hour that we are like usually addressing people's cognitive dissonances because people say one thing and then act a whole nother way. Mm. Um, so I saw a post by... What, what are you doing the math in your head? Yes, because <laughs> I will get it mixed up. Yeah, I've been sitting here this whole entire trying. I know, I know the word, know the definition. Look You're definitely the, a whole psychology major. Looking Naya. for the definition in my brain, though, because we could you apply it in multiple different. Yeah, because cognitive dissonance could is like a term that you could use for multiple different situations and in, in different Got fields it. of psychology yes. too. So. For communication, is more like you say one thing but you do something else, or you act. A, you okay, act okay, differently. Okay, 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 Got okay. it. Right. Okay. Whatever. So I saw. It wasn't whatever because we was lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like. You think myself. one way, but you just don't act. You act differently. Okay, but we got it now. Okay. I don't have to be dragging you like this, but you know what? No, no you need to do what you need to do. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I okay, have. I know go, somebody go. who posted something addressing um, certain issues that are going on in the world. Um, first off, I have never seen this person post these type of posts before, but I was glad. I was pleasantly surprised, and I was like, "Wow, you actually listened to the different things that are going on in the world." It's about time. Um, but then, I don't know why her post ended up becoming like. Yeah, sometimes you just have to let people go. Da, da, da. First off, I was like, this has nothing to do with what you were just previously talking about. But okay, you know, it's your Instagram account. You could do whatever you want. You could talk about whatever you want to talk about. Sure, fine. Okay, this okay, came out maybe, of left field. Maybe they're one of them people where, you know, they post content. But this wasn't a cognitive dissonance. Oh. And my drag is coming now. Okay. You are posting all this stuff online about you letting people go and you having to learn but yet you haven't even dealt with your own real life situation accordingly okay don't you dare go on to instagram or go on to twitter saying this that and the third but yet you're not acting it out the same way you're you're mad about what people are doing to you just for you to go ahead and do that to the same do that to other people girl move along i don't think people know how to be themselves on the internet period <sighs> Period. Their energy never matches the personality. There are people whose person, whose like I've seen on social media, and their per their page match their personality, but some people just go on social media and Act try to be this fool. person that they're not. And I'm like, but I know you in real life, and you're not like this. You yeah. need to stop. What's? And I know this is a a common thing. Yes. I know we addressed this before, and it's not anything new, especially in the in the world we live in, where internet has been around for so long. Sadly. People <laughs> people always act differently online, but this particular situation hit different because I'm like, girl, I actually do know you. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and we're like, you're just I feel annoying. Like I know who you're talking about. Do I? Period. So like, <laughs> I'm just tired. Be yourself. That's Please. tragic. And then that's the positive message we're going to end the show today. Be yourself. Okay, be you. Also, speak up. When you see when you see injustice, when you see um, things not going the way that it should be going, people should come together. Today really proved to me that Kane University could actually come together for a serious issue and address it and speak their voices 
I, granted, I think it's like it was a boil. It was like a boiling. Yeah, point. because but. Um, I think one of my professors was like, "This has been going as far back as 15 years ago." Right, and it's just tipped over at this point. So I'm happy to see that, and hopefully going forward with King University, whenever that he must go. Oh no, whenever I'm, I'm, I'm editing that out. <laughs> but whenever um, there's an issue, uh, feel free to speak against it. Not necessarily protest, but you know. Don't write, be all rowdy either. Write a nice, nasty email. We love nice, nasty emails. I'm good for one of those. Me too. You know, petitions, stuff like that. So I'm a happy nice to see this. Call. Phone calls. I was surprised at how many, like, legislators, I don't know what to call them, like, like sen- people in offices yeah. that came. Yeah, there was a senator speak. that was yeah. there. And I was just like, hold up. The senator. Yeah, you, you heard that, right? They yeah. said senator, da, da, da. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but thanks okay. for showing up. Oh, How this many? is um good. Oh no, never mind. Old you, news. Old news. Oh, okay. A day old. So yeah. Mm. Congrats, King University. Speak a up. A day old is still kind of fresh. Hmm. Well, okay, because I just found it really interesting Uh-oh. that you know the incoming freshmen came to learn about King University oh, a I day s- before the protest. I said that's what I, um, I said that though. I said y'all should have did this during open house yesterday. Well, there you go, mm. and that's how we're going to end the show off for today. Let's really shake up this campus if you're going to be serious about something. Period. Thank you for listening to the Devon Hour on WKNJ 90.3 FM. Next week is our last show. Um, Wednesday's a Monday schedule, so maybe a show? Just to have something to upload later on when the um, season's over. But, um, yeah, see you guys next week. I don't know who's coming on the show. I don't know. People are talking about I want to come on the finale of the Devon Hour, and I'm just like, I didn't invite you, but sure. Um, So, yeah. The only person that's allowed on this show, on the final show, is Julian Kennethborough. <laughs> and there you go. Thank you for tuning in, and <laughs> you hear us next week.